gentlemen, welcome to the Free to a Good Home podcast. My name is Michael Ting. It is a pleasure to have you listening to us again. Uh, joining me, as always, across the desk from me at a new location, a brand oh, yeah. new recording studio. We've only done here once before. Yep. It's owner of, it's owner operator of this. Abbey Road Recording Studio. Ben Jenkins, hello. Thank you. I'm branching out. It cost me so much money to buy. We have to fly here every week to do this. That's the other thing. We had yeah. to fly us and our guests. I don't know what half the buttons here do. To be honest, and George Martin's just sitting over there. Just like a fucking spare prick at an orgy. <laughs> I don't know what he's meant to be doing. Um, cut up horn solos. To, yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Anyway. Uh, joining us this week. Oh, hang guests. on. Do we do that always? Do we just bring him right in? Oh, we don't have to. No, we can. Okay. No, no. I just like to let him just sit there on uh, the sidelines. Like a, um, you know, when you when people used to skip at school and yep. you'd sit there going like, whoop, with your hands oh, out. Like to get, that. Can I get in? Can I get yeah. in? Yeah. That's what I like to get, make our guests to do for four to five minutes. Well, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, uh, let's not delay this any further. Ben, do you want to do snack report? <laughs> Bring her in It's Genevieve Fricker Hello Yay. I was like that with the hands But there is a bowl of M&M's in front of us yeah. So every time you kept talking I'm like maybe I can just time it So I can have one more M&M <laughs> And then swallow it And then be alright These yeah. aren't just thing. any M&M's I was actually waiting for you to do that So I could introduce you immediately <laughs> So you choke Because <laughs> uh, Ben we are recording at your house We've done this once before yep. And we're recording here Because we got kicked out of our office We finally, don't have an office anymore After five years And with exception Good cause. Oh, certainly. They were like, hey, you don't go yeah. here anymore. You don't work here. This you is not have... like this was you are not old the... men. Yeah. <laughs> this was not like the castle. Like, <laughs> it's like if they'd rocked up to the Kerrigans and been like, we need to build an airport, and they were like, fair enough, copper boy. No, like... it would be like if the airport let like the Kerrigans stay there for like five years, and then at the end yeah. of five years, we're like, oh, by the way, we're gonna build that airport we told you we we're gonna build yeah. when, when yeah. you moved in. Yeah. Much less heartwarming story. Goes <laughs> for 15 minutes, and Bud Tungle doesn't even get a look in. <laughs> Um, um, and as a result, you've provided us with snacks this week, which are... Um, crispy M&M's. The rarest of M&M's. Yeah, and I found I was so excited um, that I could... Because you can get very easily the worst kind of M&M, which is the pretzel M&M. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Fair call, fair Is that a, an M&M with a pretzel inside? Inside it, yes. Yeah. Like, is it shaped like a pretzel? Or no, it's, not like, it's not like... Well, you wouldn't know, actually, because the only time you see it is when you bite into it. So you can't, can, you can't suck away the candy. You can't delicately crunch off the candy and suck away the chocolate and to reveal a fully formed pretzel. No. I've never tried that. Okay. But... Well, seems like... And in the middle of this, I think it's you just a hang on a Let me just... In the middle of this, it's basically just like a... It's rice, isn't it? Mm, no, I want to say it kind of... It's a rice crispy? It's not hummy, honeycomb. What do you think, Jim? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was like a blown up rice... Pop. It could be, yeah. It could be rice bubbles. And also, um, I definitely was going to taste test this and not just eating. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's very diligent of Jen. Um, I'm picking up cues. I'm riffing with food. Yeah. What I um, really um, like um, about um. this is we really are testing our audience because every time, and they almost say it as a joke, whenever they run into you, Hing, mm. they're always like, I bloody love Snack Report. And it's... Let's think, just see how much you love it. I think people really just love infuriating me. I think that's really <laughs> what this is about. This has nothing to do with the quality of the snack report. So, Jen, we usually on this... Um... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you spoke to her as soon as she took a sip of water to wash down the M&M. <laughs> what a wet laugh that Sorry, is, Genevieve. Yeah. Oh, man. I am really good at that. <laughs> you really got me. <laughs> um, but seriously, Jen, um, mm. you've been on the podcast before. Yes. Um, and we've asked you this before, but um, have you, since we asked you this question, bought or sold anything online? Yes. Uh, I So last time I was on, I'd sold a fancy dress. Hello. Uh, yes, I remember that. 
Yes. And then this time... Uh, You've bought it, bought it back. <laughs> it is not doing well. Um, no, I sold a, a tuxedo blazer online. And was, <laughs> what? Yeah. What is a tuxedo blazer? Uh, it's oh, a, you mean like literally for a tuxedo? Yeah. Well, yeah. Flaming tuxedo. In, a flaming tuxedo? Blazer. That was a dumb joke. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry to you, Jen. I'm sorry to you, Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry most of all to our listeners. listeners. <laughs> you frankly deserve better than this. Yeah, they do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I sold a... a, a Blazer, a tuxedo blazer online. What, where did you? Ha- why did you have a tuxedo blazer? Oh, because I, you know, my style, my personal style. Are you just? You're just is, trying to. Is eclectic. Is a 15 year old boy going to a formal? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Increasingly so. So um, you had a, you had a tuxedo blazer with tails or no tails? No tails. Okay, but um, with the, with a with a spiked lapel. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, and I thought I would get a lot more money for it. I made fifteen dollars. Hey. What did you buy it for? Um. A hundred. Okay, that is quite a markdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a, like an eighty-five percent discount. But to be fair, that was a boy's tuxedo that only fit Jen's body, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, no, but yeah, I'm all about at the moment. I don't know, just getting rid of stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, which mm-hmm. is probably why I'm so poor because I never sell anything for the amount it actually costs. Oh, so costs. everything's got to go. Mm, I this just is like a, do you have a storage stuff. issue or something? <laughs> no, I just don't, I don't like having things mm. in my. <laughs> Is that like a is that like a um like a, a philosophical religious thing or is that just you just keep hitting your shins on stuff? Yeah, it's mostly that. Cuz that is how I believe like Buddhism starts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just stick a treadmill on all his Lego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just have to oh, get rid yeah. of all this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. My like my shins are covered in bruises. Sure. I can't have any more stuff. Also mm-hmm. like I don't know. I'm like, since last time I was on the podcast, I'm like single and like independent and stuff. And mm-hmm. I just feel like very comfortable. Because last time on the podcast, you were married with four beautiful Seven little children. children. Yeah. Seven children. You've left I them. I sold them you on sold eBay. Them. Getting rid of all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. I just need to cleanse. I need to purge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh. Um, hey, can I uh, tell you a quick thing before we get into it, Ben, mm-hmm. uh, about a thing that happened to me this week that I want your uh, advice on specifically yeah. and also Jen if if, if you want to if you want to uh, mm-hmm. jump in as well. So I went on a I went on a date this week with my lovely girlfriend who I've been dating for a very long time now. Mm. And uh, she woke me up from a daytime slumber because I'd worked the night before. Can I just say I don't think it's a date. Like you've been with this woman for for long enough that you just did a thing with your girlfriend. But it was like no, but it was presented to me like hey, it's date night. We're oh, okay. going to go yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. and have a date thing. Yeah. And the reason I mentioned this is because she called me up and was like I know you've been sleeping all day. I know you're kind of all spaced out, but don't worry, I've organized everything. Ooh. We're going going to go on a on an accident like a surprise double date with my friends and mm-hmm. I was like oh okay sure sounds mm-hmm. fun and lovely and I'd met one of these people before and they're sure. a very lovely person we turn up to I, I meet her at uh, the cinema as it turns out and she's like oh we're watching a movie and I'm like oh what movie are we watching and she goes oh I don't know it's got it's got Julianne Moore in it Ooh. and and I was like oh well, like a, this is going to be a fun, this is a fun double date. Julianne Moore, I'm a fan of Julianne Moore. Sure, <laughs> I love all her light romantic comedies. Yeah, she definitely does. Yeah, then, uh, let's see, Red Dragon. <laughs> no, that wasn't her. Boogie uh, Nights. Hannibal. That's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> and so, was it the still? It's called Still Alice. Was the movie oh. I was seeing, which is a brutal and uh, heartbreaking yeah. tale about early onset Alzheimer's. Sure. Now, even just going to watch that, uh, it's it's a very powerful film, and I would recommend if you're uh, definitely if, not going to say if it. you want to be traumatized yeah. uh, by that kind of thing for you know an hour and a half. I'm going to wait until it's made with cartoon penguins. <laughs> yeah, then go exactly go the same it. soundtrack, <laughs> but they just make it more palatable by making them little tiny penguins. <laughs> I want, I'm waiting for the all female reboot. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
not only am I watching a heartbreaking film about early onset Alzheimer's, mm. when I thought I was going, oh, maybe we'll go for dumplings. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> On top of that, it's a preview screening uh, as part of a human rights festival that is Ooh. happening. And so the whole movie was introduced by not one, but two earnest speeches. The first about, um, uh, you know, like children in slave labor camps yep. and very like serious issues. Uh, you know, and then the second about you know mental health statistics in Australia because our government doesn't do enough and they are the marginalised masses of Australia. <laughs> You're like, right. excuse me, lady, some of us are trying to smooch. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, date night! This will be fun. This'll yeah. Be oh, it was Ben. It was That's, it was brutal. And how did you get like? How did you come out of it? I like, cried so much. Yeah. Because the movie, like, cause, cause did your partner it, cry? Uh, or did she just glare at you? No, she <laughs> cried a lot. But there was one moment, and Ben and Jen, you've been friends of mine for a long time, and you know that I have a very obnoxious and terrible laugh. Mm, very much so. And there's <laughs> one moment in the film uh, where Julianne Moore, one of her daughters, mm. her adult daughters, wants to be an actor. Mm. And so, and, and there's a kind of a through and line. And funnily enough, the little Easter egg for the people at home is that that part is played by an actor. <laughs> so it's a nice little irony there. <laughs> and there's like and, and there's like all these oh, anyway, there's there's like she has to memorize lines and there's this whole like oh Alzheimer's memorizing lines type, yeah. you know, it, there's a whole thing about that. But there's a thread throughout the film about her becoming an actor, right? And there is a moment uh, I don't want to spoil this, but there's a moment in the film where it cuts from one of those these serious kind of reality altering um, I'm losing my mind. Julianne Moore monologues, where she's mm. crying and tearful. It That's cuts, such a genre of thing. It, it yeah. cuts from it cuts from a, 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 a scene which is you know just brutal in the film to an amateur play on stage that Ooh. his daughter is in. Do you remember what the play was? Uh, for the for the purpose of it might as well have been the Crucible, right? Okay. Right. Because and, and and so it cuts. You to, know what? I don't want to I don't want to tell these filmmakers how to do their job, but I am just saying in that kooky line of what I was just saying, wheels within wheels, wouldn't it be great if the play was an amateur production of the movie you're watching? Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that could have... But it comes, to this, it comes from this, like, incredible shot of Julianne Moore, like, sort of losing yeah. her sanity to an amateur thing where this where this lady is in a funny costume, yeah. like, like a school play, almost school play quality, yeah. like, and... I the juxtaposition of those two yeah. things just not intended to be hilarious, definitely not. Not, not by the filmmakers, but was so funny. Oh. And so through my tears, I now burst out laughing. Yeah, because you needed a release, right? Like I did, I did, I did. Anyway, overarching all of this, I think it may have ruined my relationship. I don't know how to deal with this anymore. Um, I once on a date that ruined my relationship. Oh. because of a movie, not because of me. Um, <laughs> I was clear. perfect. Um, we, so it would have been like my second ever boyfriend and I was, it was like end of high school. So it was very pretentious. And I just, uh, we went and saw a movie called Caché by Michael Haneke, mm-hmm. who, uh, you uh might Chuckle know. Fest. Yeah, a real chuckle. He wrote the, he made the film Funny Games mm-hmm. about that family that was just tortured for three hours. Yeah. Um, and then at the end they all go, and that was a funny, funny game. game. <laughs> and it really takes the edge off. It really does. <laughs> That dog's dead, but they had a laugh. Um, So we went and saw it. And if you haven't seen it, uh, it's just very tense. And it's all just um, told through like security camera footage. And then, Mm. and the whole time you're expecting someone to just be like brutally murdered, but it just never happens. Was this the American version or the the um, French version? Yeah, right. 
I was very pretentious. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, You're and, saying you were a high school student who was into yeah. foreign film? No. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't have, even have these glasses then. Um, and so, yeah, and so we just sat there for two hours waiting for someone to be murdered. Um, and then, <laughs> please. And then uh, it doesn't really ever kind of mm. give you a cathartic release. It's just yeah. like... It's just tension building. It's just yeah. so much tension for two hours. And then at the end of it, it's like, and that was a funny game. Yeah. And so we just sat in the car afterwards in silence. And then... Gave I was each it? other hands. No, no, hang. No, 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 hang. no. That's not where that story no. was going. No. Okay. But we went from a very like gross like over PDA teenage couple to just like <laughs> let us never speak or yeah, touch again yeah. and we did it like we just he oh. we, I was gonna sleep over his house and I just asked for him to drop me home and then <laughs> we just didn't really text each other we'd been together for nine months <laughs> you know, I reckon <laughs> if you found and told Michael Haneke that story mm. he would be stoked yeah he was Absolutely. like that's what I meant yes. that's what I was trying yeah. to do yes. real young like, well I'm glad I'm not the only one who's been through something like this oh yeah it was brutal so it's a shame about you and your girlfriend breaking up uh yeah well who knows man uh, yeah just sitting in silence in the car a lot you know we'll yeah. see how it goes yeah. Um, hey, Ben uh, and Jen, as you know, listener, this is a podcast where we go through all the week's classifieds mm-hmm. and find the best stuff to talk about. Ben, you want to kick us off? Sure. I have one here from Gumtree. Uh, it's from Greenfields in WA. Mm-hmm. Hello, Greenfield. I was just in WA. Um, for your uh, For my honeymoon. honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I may have even driven through Greenfields. I drove through. I drove through. I didn't drive because I tell you this in the last podcast. This was so bad. We were driving through a lot of wine country, um, me and uh, Anya. And um, before we left, I was like, oh, my license is lapsed. I really have to get that replaced, but I will do it so we can share the driving. Did I do it? Absolutely, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I certainly tried, but the RTA was closed. On, and, uh, was it a Sunday? Yeah, did you try this on <laughs> Christmas Day? Christmas Day, I rocked Day. up. Um, no, it was not a public holiday. It was the 29th. Anyway. Oh, so it was in the <laughs> Christmas, New Year's interregnum. Yeah. yeah, it was in that. The famous holiday period. So that was very, that was like the, like the very first thing I had to do as a husband and I like spectacularly failed at it. Anyway, and we drove through a town in um, WA that two hours later burnt down. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's hectic. Because yeah. of bush Because we started fires? a fire and then ran. <laughs> My goodness. No, because of bushfires, yeah. Fucking hell. Wow. I don't think it was Greenfields though. Right, um, okay. So this is Greenfields. Can I, just before you do this, Ben, can I just quickly ask, does that mean you... Kind of engineered a scenario where you spent your entire honeymoon getting drunk and being driven around by your newlywed wife. <laughs> okay, look, that engineered is a really, really, really Good loaded word, word <laughs> but I will not dispute the outcome. <laughs> I'm the fucking worst. Um, so anyway, this is in Greenfields, WA, and uh, it is a lost budgie. There's a picture of a budgie there that is extremely small. Not the budgie, the picture. The picture is. Well, is there something to scale it? How, do, how big do you think the budgie is? That's the thing. I mean, like, the budgie looks to be sitting on a fence, and if it's, like, a normal human-sized fence, the budgie is a gigantic hawk bird. <laughs> but if it's, like, on a perch, which I don't know because the picture is so cropped, I right. couldn't tell, it's a regular-sized budgie. Do you reckon they're cropping something else? Yeah, like, I mean, like, honestly, they've cropped so much of this photo. Maybe but, like, this the is reason like... that the budgie left yeah. is out of the frame. It's like well, someone's swinging yeah. an accent. <laughs> Maybe there's, like, you know, on, on like, when people talk about Tinder, there's, like, the constant Tindering thing where there's multiple people in the Tinder photo yeah. and mm-hmm. you've got to work out who you're Tindering with yeah. because you don't know. Maybe that's what it is. There's a bunch of other birds, maybe more attractive birds. Oh, they're trying to be And they want to be specific it. about it. Yeah, you know? because, Jen, if your theory was true, there was there were, like, 
cropping out an axe. Mm. They would have to be cropping <laughs> out an axe. absolutely could be true. Sure, let's mm. go with it. Mm. Yeah. It would have to be cropping out axes from all angles of the bird. Like, if you look at how small this, so this photo is... is like, oh this is like a Julius Bird Caesar type thing, about to be kind of It could be, it could be. Because I'm saying that like in the size that this photo should be, I'd say maybe 20% is represented. Yeah, okay. If, if, I'll put it up on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Anybody who likes to draw, well, we know we have some um, uh, listeners, listeners. Yep. you can fill in what's what we're missing. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, and win a car. <laughs> Which you'll have to buy off company. You will have to buy the car yourself, but we give you the moral blessing to have it. We'll tell you to go on Gumtree to yeah. buy it. Yeah. And in this time of climate change. Anyway, look, Ben, let's um, do this. So this is a budgie. It's lost. Lost in Riverside Gardens area. Not hand tame. Bit of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Would love to have him home. That's the whole ad. Right. Now, Jen, you were saying before, I wonder why this budgie left. <laughs> Did this budgie leave? Because it was called a jerk yeah, by the, its owner? the owner is just, yeah, just, ah, you bloody jerk bird. Who's a jerk? Who's a... <laughs> I mean, we've spoken on this podcast for a while. Well, Unless otherwise explicitly mentioned, we just assume this bird is a jerk. Well, because right? birds yeah. are, yeah, birds are terrible. Birds are villains. I've yeah. never heard anyone be like, that's a great bird. That's such a nice bird. What a good I'm, bird. What a great bird that is. Yeah. You know, I was so worried about my boy trapped down that well. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, there are so many birds in the area. <laughs> Did you hear Ben Jenkins set that town on fire? But then the birds <laughs> saved everyone. Um, what I like about this, though, is the fact that, okay, so when you talk about the motivation for somebody posting this ad, it's obvious that they want the bird back, right? Mm. Like, that's the first thing you think. Mm. And so all you need to be is like, I lost the bird, it looks like this, this is where I live. Those are the three points you have to hit. Anything else is just either superfluous or damaging. Yes. <laughs> yes. This very much falls into the damaging <laughs> category. Why would I want to help a jerk <laughs> yeah, bird? Yeah. Unless it's like the bird is... Su- like, if the bird was like a really aggressive bird mm. that like was really violent, I can see the moral imperative to be like, look... Don't approach the bird, just tell them where the bird is because the bird has a tiny bird gun. (laughs) (laughs) But if the bird is just a jerk, you don't need to say that. Like Yeah, also like why do you want this bird back if it's a jerk, right? Like like if if the bird is actually a jerk, yeah. you know, you probably just like, ah, oh, you know what, I, I don't need this in my life anymore. But maybe it, it, maybe it's just like a complimentary personality. Oh, you know it kind of reminds me of like when you'd get school reports from a subject you do really well in, but the teacher just plain didn't like you. <laughs> so they'd be like, Genevieve is a conscientious student who always uh, hands gets good you. good marks. He gets good marks. Smelly though. Yeah. What uh, a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like her eyebrows. So do you think this is, a, this is a power play, like a compliment sandwich to make the bird feel a little bit... Oh. Like negging. Yeah, negging the bird. Yeah, negging the bird. Got to play hard to get. <laughs> I think negging the bird sounds like a, like a, like a trick shot. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, just neg that bird. Um, yeah, that's, that, that is an option. Or the person who plays here doesn't want the bird back. Oh. And it's like a wife's bird. Or and, and that bird is dead. <laughs> Yeah, no, it could, it could just, with Ben's theory, it could just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're a jerk anyway. I didn't want you to come back. Yeah. Or with Jen's theory, <laughs> the this, bird is dead. this guy hoovered up the bird, which is something that I know at least one person in my life has done by accident. <gasps> really? Yeah, my sister's ex-boyfriend, his mother was cleaning their budgie cage oh. with a vacuum. <laughs> And hoovered up the bird. Man, the thing about oh. birds is, on account of, their, on account of their, their wings and their sort of aerodynamic, I mean, they would be so easy to suck in. Because you know what I mean? Like birds. They're streamlined. They're so streamlined that they're just going to go straight up that hoover. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hoovered up the bird. What a way to go. What I mean is if somebody accidentally hoovered up the bird, mm-hmm. 
this would be a good way of saying to the bird owner, hey, look, I'm going to find the bird, but let's not forget (laughs) that no one liked this bird and maybe we're better off without it. But if you found this bird, this jerk of a bird... Then I don't know. I guess you could give it back. Yeah, or you could just you know take it to the RSPCA. If yeah, you don't want it anyway. Man. Um, yeah. So so Jerkbird. Um, <laughs> this was wow. posted. This was. I got to say, it's still up. And usually when these things are resolved, they're taken down. Right. This was posted over three weeks ago. Right. Okay. Aww. So not looking good for the bird. Well, I mean, it's all, or it's not looking good for the person who was stupid enough to find the bird without reading the ad. Yeah. Maybe now I. they're stuck with a jerk bird. <laughs> Uh, can I read you guys this one? This is a uh, Gumtree ad taken from uh, Windaroo in uh, postcode 4207. I guess that would be WA, I think. I don't know. And it's entitled Best Way Dryclad Pool. And it's an ad for, a, I guess, a temporary swimming pool. Uh, not a kiddie, somewhere between a kiddie pool and a regular size pool. So mm-hmm. let's say uh, large spa size and it's a pool, right? Uh, as is, small pinhole leak. Somewhere, <laughs> Fil- no filter with item. Okay, hang on, hang on, mate. <laughs> hang on, mate. There's a. I've got some questions for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I appreciate you offering to sell me this pool, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you being so upfront about the fact that there's a leak in it. Mm-hmm. A pinhole size leak. Yeah, somewhere. Now, <laughs> this is my question. Mm-hmm. I could understand if you were like, this pool's losing water. But I don't know how. You know the size of this leak. Yes. But you don't know where it's located. No. I have not bothered to find this. (laughs) But you have bothered to ascertain the amount of water that's missing is roughly the size of a pinhole leak. Certainly. Good. (laughs) Because I I put it to you, sir, Mm. that finding a leak in a pool like this is actually exceptionally easy. Yeah. Because you just fill the pool with water (laughs) and then... All the bits that don't have a leak <laughs> will be dry. You can rule that out because they won't have water coming out of them. <laughs> and by process of elimination, you just find the one bit the size of a pinhole that is spouting water. Now, here's my theory on what's happened here. Mm. This person filled up their pool, right? And this is a person who doesn't know about evaporation. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, where does the water keep going? Where does it keep going? And they've been searching the entire pool for like with a magnifying glass for a pinhole leak. Do you know what? <laughs> they can't That's find it anyway. Actually, not the stupidest idea ever. Because if you don't really think about it, mm. you may have never learned about evaporation. That's true. I think that maybe he accident. I I don't know. I assume it's a dude, but I <laughs> that someone's dropped a pin in there, and he's like, oh, <laughs> fuck that. <now>. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's I know. not happened yet, but it's gonna yeah. happen. Look, we I, need to get rid of this thing. I know how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been down this road before. Put it in the pile with the others. <laughs> so is this like an, 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 an above... It's obviously an above ground pool. It's an above right? ground pool. Like I said, it's the size of a, a large spa for about maybe a dozen people or so. But um, it doesn't have any heating capacity or anything. No, there's no filter. And yeah, like I said, a small pinhole leak somewhere. It's not weird. Like, I don't know why it's weird, but like bathing in just cool water mm-hmm. without being able to splush about and, and go for, you know, swims... Seems very strange to me. But if you make that water 35 to 37 degrees, I'm like, oh, it's a fun jacuzzi sexy time. Wait, what, so, you, so you have no interest in sitting in a cold... On a hot summer day, you don't want to sit in a cold pool? I mean, like a kiddie pool is like, you know, like... I, I, okay, look, here's, here's the thing. If I came over to somebody's house mm-hmm. and they had a kiddie pool and they were all sitting in it, 
I would check the date, and if it was not Australia Day, and they were not listening to Last 100, I would think something was terribly awry. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I, That's not a permanent would... feature of a house. No. That's something you get once, mm. you use it once, you have a great day. It has beer labels floating in it for ages because you use it as a, an esky, mm. and then like all the mosquitoes move in. Ah, uh, yes. And yes. But, but it's not like, oh, this is where my couch is, and this is where my, my, kiddie, my is. kiddie pool is. Do you think you could ever like just leave a kiddie pool there and then like try and sell your house with a pool and then like <laughs> yeah. show people around? It's like, an above ground pool. It's an above ground yeah. pool. Yeah. yeah, there are. I mean, there are require a little bit of work because there are a few mosquitoes in there, yeah. but it's pretty. <laughs> Last Australia Day, we did fill it with jelly, but <laughs> jelly keeps. <laughs> hey Jen, uh, do you have one there that you want to share with us? Sure. Uh, this is from Craigslist in North Jersey, um, and it's an ad for help. Help wanted man for women, 61 North Jersey interviewing for a temporary position that could potentially become a full-time or even permanent position for the right woman. Mm -hmm. Candidates must meet the following requirements. One, either single or divorced. Two, Height, weight, relatively proportional. Is this a job or is this a job? Hey guys. Say say this again. Sorry. One more time. Mm. Candidates must meet the following requirements. Uh Number one requirement. Either single or divorced. Mm-hmm. Two, height, weight, relatively proportional. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine like the gigantic women that he's just anyway? Uh, three. But even then, it's like even the proportion, which is relative to something, mm. is in itself relative. Yeah, it just means I mean? that they expand at the same rate. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Like, no, but even the rate at which they expand is relative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's this is too meta. Because oh. you can't anyway. Because, like, if you had two long arms to your body, you'd probably... Anyway. Yeah, you could be much. like, I I am as long as a fit football field yeah. and as tall as a grasshopper. Yeah. These are my relative proportions. <laughs> and they're relative to my I just got divorced. <laughs> Thank you very much. I am a non-smoker. Um, <laughs> number three, no drug use. Smokers of any type of substances or excessive alcohol consumption. Social drinking is fine. Four, must enjoy a variety of cuisines, such as windmill hot dogs <laughs> or anything from a restaurant like the Cheesecake Factory. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Keep talking. The Cheesecake Factory is definitely not a restaurant, but it is a factory for I, cheesecakes. I need you. I need you to... Variety... The whole gamut, all right? The whole gamut of cuisine. From hot dogs. Windmill hot dogs, cheesecake factories. You need to be able to eat jelly beans. <laughs> Can I just say that I just quickly took a look at this restaurant. <laughs> that is the Cheesecake Factory. And their menu, unlike most menus, starts with desserts. <laughs> and then it goes pizzas and glam burgers. Glam burgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's like a suicide note. If you find a glam burger in someone's apartment, that is a suicide note. Oh, what, is, what is a glam burger? I don't even know. I don't know. know, but it just oh, sounds right. like the most depressing thing ever. If you found an empty glam burger wrapper in someone's yeah. house, you have to call the police. Yeah. Like by law, you do. You do. Mm. You do. Uh, number five, be age appropriate. Okay. Again? To Again. Who? My age is... 4,000 eons old. I have seen galaxies crumble. I have seen empires rise and fall. I am a non-smoker. I start on Tuesday. (laughs) And finally, number six, not be a rap or country western aficionado. So you can like rap or country western, but you Mm. cannot be an aficionado. See, that's funny Mm. because I thought this was this person's... You know how people like really go out of their way to exclude African Americans oh, yeah. without, you know how people oh. are like, oh, that's that's a bit urban. 
Well, actually, oh, you know what yes. I mean? I thought that's what, like, don't be a rap aficionado, mm. you know what I mean? But then he throws in the fucking curveball mm. or country and western. Ben, I think later on in this ad that they will de- we will deal with some yeah, retropolitics. Yeah, yeah, there's a okay. whole paragraph on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. I offer good fringe benefits, free food and entertainment, concerts or occasional bonuses when the right artist group is performing. Pick up and drop off services are provided at no charge when using your benefits. Random bonus items may be offered at various times without prior warning. <laughs> like a kids. video game. <laughs> uh, Take this money! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why I should consider... Here's a cheesecake! <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why I should consider you for this position. What ex- is the position? What is the job? For help? He wants help, I guess. Are you up to the challenge? This position could offer many other intangible rewards, too numerous to list now, such as happiness... Someone to listen and care about your day, your worlds, your trials and tribulations. Uh-huh. A shoulder to lean on if needed for those times you need a little extra support to get through a difficult time. If you're wondering, I have the same attributes that I'm seeking in my candidates. Okay, I will say that is a standard thing that you have to put on the end of all job ads job. by law in Australia. So You get super. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get Compo. time and a half Damn. on weekends. A shoulder yeah. to cry on. A shoulder to cry on. You're going to have to do this. And happiness. Oh, H&S induction. And also I'll listen to your work. Yeah, Uh, I am Asian. I want to let you know that up front since it seems to bother some women who don't realize that we are just people too with Mm -hmm. the same frailties and needs as the rest of humanity. Thank you. I'm glad someone's saying it. (laughs) (laughs) If this precludes you from answering my ad, then I wish you the best in your continuing search. We are nice guys too. Well, I speak for some of us. There are always a few rotten apples in every group. Right on, mate. Shut the fuck up. What are you doing here, buddy? Is he talking about Asians or... This company that he's just now introducing. I don't know. But is there a company? There's, no com- there's no company. There's no company. It's just a position for a woman. Mm-hmm. Who <laughs> In some not, non-specific job. Who is not that into rap or country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, please put Job Seeker in your apply so I know it's not spam. I wish that you have a good holiday season and you get almost everything you wished for. Why, why does he need to qualify that? <laughs> why, why limit that? Because he puts an exclamation mark yeah. up to almost. Yeah. Yeah. So odd. So um, I'm moving to North Jersey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, hang on. Either single or divorced? Yes. You have both a weight and a height? I do. It proportional. Is proportional. And to we, could put, we could put a colon in between them to get the ratio, so yeah, that's fine. Relatively yes. proportional. Yes. No drug use, smokers. I mean, yeah. You're into social drinking, that's fine. I socially drink. Sure. Um, and I like hot dogs and cheesecake. I mean, but it's got to be a variety, so anything in between as well. Are you age appropriate? How old are you? I'm 25. That's, eight. that's appropriate I to someone. I feel like, oh no, I won't say that. But yeah, and then I'm not, I'm, I mean, I like rap a lot. I wouldn't call myself aficionado. But that, maybe that's just because... If you like rap, you would never call yourself an aficionado. True, of rap. yeah. Mm. You know that would be the cool. worst person. If you're at a cool, party. you'll never say you're cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cool. Just you know what's does. cooler than being cool? Ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's not rap. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, who wow. is this? And do you think this guy has been through a lot of women who are wanting to help him, or do you think that he is just? This is his first step into this world. So, do you think this is a person who graduated? So, it says on the side here, 61, body average, height, 170 centimeters, and it says status divorced, right? So, this person has. He's a 61 year old Asian man around my height. 
Yeah, he's done. Yes. <laughs> it's Ben in a horrible it's, costume. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's old, it's old Asian Ben. It is the Halloween that we thought we'd forget. <laughs> it's a horrible time lapse into your future, Ben, <laughs> where Anya has divorced you because you can, you like demand you wear this awful costume everywhere. No, it's like, in, have you seen Cloud Atlas? No. How everybody in the in the future version of the movie is Asian? Oh, I was thought you were say Breakfast yeah. at Tiffany's and it's yeah. Mickey Rooney's character. Yeah. <laughs> um... So there's a 61 year old man who's been divorced. Who let, let, let me let me throw out this. This is just a guess at his life story. Obviously sure, we don't know this, mm-hmm. but I reckon maybe he's a guy who uh, maybe at age 25 went to uh, graduated from uni, then went back to uni, got an MBA or something, and has kind of just been working on his career the whole time. And so the and, and during that time, he managed to meet someone and get married, maybe through work stuff or, or you know whatever. But but this is a this sounds like a very career oriented person, very much so. So when they're about to retire, they're 61 years old. They, they've kind of been out of the dating game for yep. 40 years or so. Who knows? Yeah. And so, but how, they don't know how to put up a personal ad. But what they do know is how to hire and fire because it's Donald Trump type people. Right? I, oh. I totally I totally understand that. I read this mm. article. Deal. It wasn't an article. It was a tweet. Uh, <laughs> it's a very, very, very brief article. Um, <laughs> it was 140 characters of an article. <laughs> it was just basically about how uh, people, because we're raised in a capitalist society, often mm-hmm. it's hard not to... Uh, leave re- uh, relationships because you see the other person in that relationship as an investment. So you go, well, I've spent this long of my life. How did they fit this into a tweet? How did they possibly fit this into a tweet? <laughs> Guys, it was a really good tweet. It was every word was represented <laughs> by a letter. Yeah, it was told in emojis, lastly, <laughs> largely, but it really spoke to me. But yeah, that you see someone as an investment of time and mm. money, and so to date again is being like, well, I'm going to. Uh, spend you yep. know three hours of my life now five hundred dollars uh, not five hundred dollars unless you're a very fancy date Genevieve yes. I don't know if you've studied uh, economics in, in the past uh, in high school no. or university there's a uh, Ben I don't know if you know this it's a sunk cost fallacy it's a sunk cost fallacy yeah. right the whole idea that like once you're you're this far down a road and you think well I've I've gone this far I've got to keep going mm-hmm. right? and if I pull up now all this money will have been for nothing yep. but in actual fact, you should pull up now because you're headed the wrong direction. Mm. And the further you go down this road, you're just going to go into a terrible... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just what I'm saying is everyone, break up with everyone now. That's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, Get out now. Maybe this guy is <laughs> just like... using the precautionary principle. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because this is a dating ad, but he's just offering it. I think you're absolutely proposal. right. I think, I think that this ad is somebody trying to be romantic in terms that he understands, which is just purely... Pure uh, business. Pure you know business. what? Is this a sixty-one-year-old being funny and ironic? <gasps> Maybe he's Christian Gay fr- Gray from the movie and book Fifty Shades of Gray. Uh, is that how he... old Christian Gray is? No, no, no. Oh, okay, very young. Very. Young. Do, do you think? <laughs> could, could you imagine that this is like he's like, oh, I, you know how like old people think that? Uh, well, not just old people. You know how like uh, you know doing a thing is a different genre of a thing is a funny joke. Yeah, do you reckon yep. he's got another ad to like sell his esky that's like, welcome, it's a dark night in Transylvania. <laughs> because this is like, I'm looking for a woman to date or whatever, but I'll do it. I'll do it like a job ad. That'll be a funny joke. You yeah, I, mean? I actually think on. that is exactly what is happening here. And, it's a funny and he has like, just mm. fucked it so bad <laughs> because everybody's like, I don't have time for this cryptic bullshit. Do you? Wa- I don't know what is because also he's going to get like a lot. Of, if that's the case, yeah. he's going to get so many people being like. Okay, um, I'm here for the job application. What's mm. the, and he's like, oh, 
No, I didn't mean... Um, it's a bloody... If you read between the... Li- okay, <laughs> yeah. well, I've driven all the way out here to Jersey, so yeah. what's... I've and then he's going to have to be like, I've yep, there is, there, is a, there is a job then, good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys want a Darwin Buy Swap Sell? Oh, yes. please. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is from Darwin Buy Swap Sell, which is um, a Facebook group um, based in Darwin where people buy, swap and sell things. But sometimes <laughs> it's just for general advice. Um, <laughs> this one um, came today. Um, and the picture, which we'll put up on the um, Facebook, is of, uh, well, you guys can kind of see it there. It's of a kind of chrysalis looking thing. I don't recognize it at all. It's kind of gold um, mm. attached mm. to the side of a it thing. It looks like it has bits of bark stuck to yeah. it or something. Hi, I'm finding these things all over the place. Just hoping someone might know what comes out of them. Whatever is in there can move around the cocoon or wherever it likes. They hang off the roof outside as well as some sort of web. Any ideas? Oh, God. Wow. Have you guys seen the movie The Happening? And there are there are zero responses. Well, yeah, oh, this is... Didn't you know this, Jen? This is actually a viral marketing campaign for an M. Night Shalom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Sometimes I... Yeah. I would not be surprised if it's some hideous indie horror film. Viral marketing. I watched this video the other day and it was like, oh, we're like a bunch of students in Wellington and we're shooting a a movie student film by the train tracks and these two people in masks were just like being weird to us and then we looked at the footage later and they had guns. And then the police called us and were like, did you see... These kids with masks on, and then oh. and hang on, then, hang on. The way you're telling this, mm. you make it sound like they're definitely like a, a shitty viral thing. Yeah. Are you just guessing that though? No, no, no. Because like, well, it sounds a lot like you're just guessing that. Because what you're doing is telling a quite normal story, <laughs> but in a very mean voice. Uh, that, that was my audition for ABC News. <laughs> um, no, and then. It got shared by the... Genevieve as a sarcastic newsreader. We're like, oh, oh, today there was a robbery, apparently. (laughs) Oh, oh, nobody has any money anymore. (laughs) Um, No, and then it got shared. uh, (laughs) Witnesses were all like... (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm a big baby. (laughs) Or some shit. (laughs) Here's the weather. (laughs) Um... It got shared, the video of these people got shared by the Wellington police on like the Facebook page and the Wellington police were like, if you have any information, let us know. And then the people behind this viral marketing were like, oh, no, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a viral thing. I'm sorry. Oh. And it was some, I can't, it's called like The Purge, I think was the movie. Just somebody vomiting so much. <laughs> <laughs> From how cynical and awful the, the thing they oh, made is. I'm not a fan of that at all. But if this isn't that. <laughs> then we're already dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so do you, what you think? It's a bug invasion, aliens? I mean, like, I don't know if this person just moved to Darwin. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they did. <laughs> so, I mean, because I think they'd say that. I think if yeah. they'd just moved to Darwin, yeah. they would say, you in town? What the bloody hell are these things? Yeah. Mm. This is like, I've lived here for a long time and all of a sudden these chrysalises are just showing up. Yeah. They like to move. Yeah. All over my roof. Also, there's all these crop circles happening. Yeah. It seems like that kind of thing. Also, yeah. the cows are disappearing, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. Mm, I don't think they have anything on. The oddest thing is they just arrange themselves into a pattern and then vanish. One of them screamed. One of them screamed at me this morning. One of them screamed the voice of a human. 
<laughs> anyway, just kept another day my... in the Northern Territory. I'm selling some pool cues. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So do you, do you think, Ben, could this be, you know, because crop circles are famously a hoax. almost always a hoax done by like your drunk neighbours. Well there, well there, well there. That's an interesting modifier. What? <laughs> almost always. As in, they're almost always, sorry, I, I was saying they're almost always a hoax done by your neighbours who are playing a tra- prank on you. Yeah. And very rarely are they a hoax done by the person. So I'm saying this. Oh, right. Is, uh, I'm not saying. And like, like in 1% they're a hoax done by aliens. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, uh, this will show up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that this is a prank done by the next door neighbours as like a hazing ritual to the new oh. couple who's moved in? Oh, we'll stick these crazy bug chrysalis. Chrysalis, chrysalis, chrysalis is everywhere. Yeah, as a as a, as a fun. But I mean, joke. like, what are they then? Like, they're kind of made these as a craft to noon because shit's mm. moving inside of them. Mm. Yeah. Oh no, they they created life. Yeah, as a oh, joke. We'll stick these alien parasites. <laughs> yeah. up there. It's like a really ironic Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? We just brought back the dinosaurs. That'd be oh, like, weird. That would actually be the greatest prank ever. <laughs> if like, if John Hammond had like. Slightly less lofty ideals because already his ideals weren't that lofty. Like he created life, and he's like, "I'm going to monetize this as a theme park." Mm. Like he wasn't. He was already pretty, pretty shit. If he was just marginally more shit yeah. and heaps more petty, I reckon this is going to ruin some afternoons. Yeah, if yeah. he just put like a pterodactyl in somebody's house, yeah, oh, <laughs> like some rival scientist. Yeah. I thought you meant. I thought you meant like if he invited all these scientists. To his island, and it turns out it's a Tyrannosaurus, and it's just an elephant or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dog. Hey, are you guys excited for Jurassic Park 4? No. Really? What's wrong I, with you? I just don't enjoy that. I enjoy Jeff Goldblum, but I don't enjoy that franchise. I don't know that he'll be in this one. Yeah, I don't if, think if he, he is, will. he'll be in a knowing cameo. Yeah. I bet he'll do something. Genevieve, no one has enjoyed any of the films <laughs> after the first one. No yeah. one has. Yeah. We watched them out of loyalty yeah. to what was originally a brilliant and wonderful world changing idea, okay? Yeah. <laughs> It's like a, it's like someone who has a really shitty baby, but you still like that person. No, <laughs> and you can't, and you can't be like, oh, boy, is your baby shit. You, this is a rubbish baby. This is a rubbish, rubbish baby. Rubbish grandchildren. <laughs> the theme park ride based on this baby was all right. <laughs> it I, was worth the wait, but I don't. Can I say I was at a lunch the other day, and I'm starting to go to things that there are a lot of babies at. Like I think, like in like in like three years or four years, Jen, you will you will be in. Like we're Never. not we're not that different in age, nah. but like for some reason, there's a difference between. I'm gonna be you, young and cool forever. I'm just saying your friends will start having nah. babies, or nah. you'll be like me, and if they do have babies, they won't want you around. Hooray! And a friend of mine who I don't know very well at all, I she was at this friend of mine's thing, and I, I know a reason, but she has this really cute, gorgeous baby, and. The baby had just finished breastfeeding. And when babies have just finished breastfeeding, they get really sleepy and really kind of head rolly. Same. (laughs) (laughs) And I said in a lulling conversation, I was like, hey, lady, your baby's drunk. Take it home. (laughs) Because it was like kind of like looking around the room, kind of squinty eyed and like kind of like making movements with its mouth as if it was meaning to say something. It looked like a drunk old man. Mm. And I thought it was really funny. And there was like a pause and I don't think you're allowed to call somebody's baby drunk. No, because what it sounds like you're doing is you're accusing a baby of having alcohol fetal syndrome. And that is a very tragic were and sad thing. Were you drunk? And were you just trying to shift the, shift like, the attention? Hey, you think I'm drunk? I'm not the one. This is a bloody baby over this there. This baby shat itself. <laughs> that smells from there. It's yeah. coming from there. Oh, look, if we're going to talk about who shat himself first. <laughs> oh, man. 
Hey, can I share this one with you guys? Yeah. This is a Craigslist taken from Sydney from the Men Seeking Women section. And it's mm. entitled, Do You Love to Be Pleasured? Well, <laughs> who does not? <laughs> who amongst us? <laughs> he who does not love to be pleasured may cast the first dildo. <laughs> 44, Sydney wide. Offering a relaxing, full body massage. Oh, this guy again, oh no! Following a long, slow... Was he pleasuring <laughs> with a willing and experienced tongue? Aww. Here's what you can expect. After a little time getting to know each other, I will gently massage your hands and arms. That is three to four minutes, by the way. <laughs> that is the time. Aww. Along your neck and down your back, working your muscles tenderly and focusing your energy meridians to your center. What? what? <laughs> huh. oh, then okay. I will move to your feet, <laughs> working the tiredness from them as I move up the... Backs of your legs, gently massaging and relaxing every muscle. My fingers brush your pussy as I massage your bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing at the word bottom? Yeah, that's a good point because there's really no, there's no sexy word for bottom, is there? Ass. Butt. Butt. Butt's silly. Butt is a yeah. silly, you, silly word. Your, uh, you could you could use like a you could use like a silly. Like a kind of a very silly sexy word, like peach or something. You know what I mean? Like or a, like over the in, top. In, in this language, it fits better like derriere. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, I'm going to massage your, your bottom. bottom. <laughs> like it's, yeah. I'm going to touch your bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You moan softly. Mm. Encouraging my fingers to trace the edge of your bikini line around. Okay, well, hang on, mate. Like you're saying what you're going to do. Let's not second <laughs> yeah. guess what... <laughs> yeah, there's some more Does fill. this person have to wear a bikini? Uh, well, no, you just got to have a bikini, a bikini line. Isn't a bikini line without... It's like a tree fall. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. If, it's, is this chicken yeah. and egg situation? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's just, uh, ben, uh, ben Genevieve is saying, if there's no bikini that you're wearing, how can there be a bikini line? Mm. I think that's what she's asking. Mm. Uh, you moan again uh, as you become hot and wet. You sit up and move. <laughs> Say it again. Oh, say it not outside okay. uh, the side of your. Can mouth. I just say that what I'm really enjoying here is that my wife has just entered the apartment <laughs> and it's making Hing extremely uncomfortable. I am very uncomfortable. We're, we're, we're usually we're usually Hing will just read these things very loudly and very confidently. Oh, it is. <laughs> and your lovely wife has just walked in. I am because so, I am censoring this. All right, we'll, okay. Also, my, my Don't lovely, censor it. All right, fine, fine. My, my right. lovely wife, who actually doesn't really listen to the podcast, and so she does. So, she has no idea what this is. So she's just hearing snippets of your friend Michael reading. <laughs> your, Erotica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want you hanging out with that hand anymore. Is it bad? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We'll do the we'll, we'll I'll do the full on version then. All right. Sure. Do, it, do it. You moan softly, encouraging my fingers to trace the edge of your bikini line around your outer pussy lips. <laughs> you, <laughs> you moan again as your pussy becomes hotter and wetter. You sit up and move my head closer to your moist lips. You see why I was doing You see why I was yeah. censoring it? Okay. No. Pussy lips are so funny. <laughs> my, nost my nostrils fill with your scent. Okay, well, mate. <laughs> my tongue, and it just, it's very graphic at this point. Your body tingles as I slowly caress the sides of before my tongue explores deep inside you. Blah, 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 blah. Purposely, purposely <laughs> taking Skip your... to the end, I'm selling my fridge. <laughs> I'm orgasmic sorry. plateau until you throb and orgasmic waves fill your body. About me, 44 years old. <laughs> Six foot, slim, fit, good looking, professional Aussie guy who loves to give pleasure. Really didn't know that. No, <laughs> you hide that under a bushel. You really do. <laughs> Free service, no reciprocation required or requested. Open to women of any size, shape or nationality, but you must be able to host. Host? As in, like you need to. I, a bring, show? Can't do it at my house. I've oh, never yeah, you, I need to MC this. 
I can do a tight 20. Ti- do a tight 20 at yeah. the top yeah. and keep and the energy moving. I just, want you to, just don't do a lot of crowd work, yeah. though, because I, don't, I want there to be some stuff left for me to deal with. All right, guys, come on. Just keep positive, though, because... Uh, and even if someone bombs, you don't need to say it. The audience knows. The audience knows, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Does any... Like, like I said before, I feel like if you are going to be this creepy... Mm. And he clearly is leaning into it. Like, and, and, and you know, good luck to him. Because mm. if he's, he's going to be like, I just love pleasure and ladies, he may as well outline his strategy. Exactly how. Because if you're like, oh, no, um, my outer pussy lips, no, no. <laughs> uh, actually, no, that's a, that's a if that's your. Pleasure-free that, zone. If yeah, yeah, if that's your plan of attack, then absolutely not. But also when he's like, and then you do this, it's like, hang on. Yeah. You don't know. I might just start screaming, it's- as is my <laughs> want. It's an ad, not a recipe. Yeah. Great mm. call. Mm. Great call. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if he was like, I'm here to pleasure you. And then the list of things he gave was just like, you know, just first of all, I'm going to spread out a bunch of nuts on the table. And then you get to pick which cashews you want to eat. Yeah. What- like, sir, you are making a Waldorf salmon. <laughs> and I'm going to slice some apple up. And it's not- Ooh, is that a bit of cream you're putting in there? Mm. Ooh, this salad doesn't seem like it should work, but it does. Ah, no, wait, this the worst salad. What? Waldorf salad's the best it's salad. The dre- it's dreadful. That's wonderful. You're my in mother my makes house, it. Jen. I'm so sorry. I'm jump off this balcony right now. I'm very. I'm sorry. I ruined the day. Oh, um, just before we get in the emails, the um, the nuts in a Waldorf salad are walnuts. I yes. believe. Mm. Mm, and I yeah. said cashews. So oh, that's just fine. no one sent us any emails. We know how to make a Waldorf salad. All right, Thanks Ben's house. Much. His rules. Um, do you guys want one? Yes. Yes. Okay, this is taken um, from a... Ooh, that's a spicy little detail I didn't see. This is taken from Australia Avenue at Sydney Olympic Park, which as a Sydney cider, I can with a reasonable amount of confidence say is not a suburb. Sydney Olympic Park? Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, so there's an Australian... It's where the Prime Minister lives. (laughs) Hey, can we cut that out? No, no, no. I think it's I, I, just so we're clear. I, th- I don't think I, I don't know if it's an official suburb, but also suburbs don't really exist, right? But it's like Homebush. What do you yeah. mean suburbs don't really exist? Well, suburbs are just postcodes, right? It, it, oh. I, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of local hey, government. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to know this. What do yeah. you suburbs don't exist? As, like, as, as in, like, it doesn't exist. There's or no. What? There's, yeah, it's just like it doesn't really it's matter a state if you're of in. Mind. It doesn't really matter if you're in Chippendale or Redfern, right? There sure. are probably borders, but it doesn't really matter. What actually matters. Is, is the, the people the, in those suburbs? The postcode is what. Oh, you're saying there's no race and we should be blind to race. No, yeah. what I'm saying is. And you're saying what does your oh, suburb mean? Aside from postage are you saying and affirmative action is bad? <laughs> men's rights, men's <laughs> rights, men's rights. <laughs> I actually absolutely understand that. Yes. And I hate to say that you're right, but um, Anya, who's around, used to live in a place um, in Redfern that was on the corner of, it was like Everly, oh, which, I, is a, yeah. which is a nonsense place. Like it's yeah, not a real place. Yeah. It's just, just a suburb that has been renamed so people don't have to live in quote unquote Redfern. That's right. Real right, estate okay. agents or developers pushed to have like, oh, this zone's Everly, but like that's bullshit because if anything, it's dull. Yeah. It's so like, that's, that happened in the Shire where I'm from. There's a place called Lucas Heights, which has a golf course in it. And a, a reactor, range, doesn't it? A, a nuclear reactor and a tip. Those are the three things in Lucas Heights. Uh-huh. And I used to have a bunch and of housing. Here. And do you know what? You can't do them all in one day. You they need- give you the pass and yeah. you're like, I'm saving money. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you're, not. you're not. You will not. You get burnt. You get absolutely burnt. Go to Lucas Heights, take two days, do the tip and the golf course in one day and spend a whole day at the nuclear reactor. It's going to be a little bit more pricey, but you're going to see more stuff. 
Um, but then about 20 years ago, the residents who lived in that area just started calling their suburb Barton Ridge. And then everyone was like, oh, I guess it's Barton Ridge now. And that's and it was a grassroots campaign from the residents to like, oh, we don't want to live in Lucas Heights. Really? So they could sell their property, even though you're still 500 meters from a nuclear reactor. Yeah, they were like, Lucas look- Heights melts down. Yeah. And like everybody out of the house. No, no, we're fine, honey. <laughs> uh, if you look at our address, yeah. <laughs> it says Barton Ridge. We're fine. Yeah. So can I? Um, uh, ben, were you going to read a? Um- I was. Sorry, I will. I will. I will read. I will read this one. This was from a suburb, Australia Avenue, Sydney Olympic Park. This costs. 2,000 Australian dollars. Right. And to our international listeners, Sydney Olympic Park was the Olympic Stadium and the surrounding area that was built for the 2000 Olympics. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that would be an absurd naming choice were it not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, that's, but they should also know that's all that's there. Yeah. There's no housing. There's, there's like... There's Homebush Bay. Yep. And then there's that mangrove Not important. Park. <laughs> yeah. Just... And then there's Liberty Okay, okay I just feel like... Okay, so... Ben, do you want to just... For, for our listeners, Jen now has a map of Sydney out. <laughs> She's just naming them, she can see. Um, just places I be. Yep. So this is $2,000, but it is negotiable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the Sydney... Or just Sydney 2000 Olympic torch for $2,000. Ben. Yes. Is it the... Oh, it's being sold by a man named Fernando. <laughs> Is it? That sounds like someone who could be on the uh, the IOC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of European diplomat. Um, Ben, can I ask? Is it? It's not the torch, torch from the stadium. This is like a handheld torch, is it? Yes. Well, if those of you who are old enough or Australian enough to remember, the torch from the stadium was something of a debacle. It had. It, oh, that's right. It had one job, one night of, of its entire life, and it fucked up. Well, yeah, you were meant to... Was it someone was meant, meant to light, light the cauldron. No, were you meant to do it, Ben? Or I was, was not meant to do it. Okay. I missed that audition. They gave it to a plucky young upstart no, by the name of Kathy Freeman, I believe. <laughs> um, a plucky young gold medalist. Yep, who just beat me by moments in the time trials. <laughs> and she was able to light the cauldron. The cauldron lit. Kathy Freeman did everything right. Uh-huh. And then it was meant to ascend um, to its place where it would stay for the whole... Uh, Week yep. or month, whatever the Olympics is, mm-hmm. and it did one of those things, which was be on fire. And then it just didn't move. It did the most passive thing, actually. It, <laughs> it, it was on fire, and oh, then okay. it didn't move. And Kathy Freeman, like a freaking pro, just stood there. Oh, she yeah. stood there for about five minutes. And then, what, yeah, what, what, and the whole world is watching her. I think eventually they just went to the boiler room and like manually cranked it up. <laughs> I have no idea, but like, do you want to know something cool? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, so I was like uh, in the children's choir that was in the were opening you? ceremony. You were in the opening ceremony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, and celebrity so, Genevieve Frigga. Yeah, you guys. It's gotten it's gone really well since then. Um, <laughs> and so we were on platforms on either side of the the rail track that the cauldron is meant to ascend. Tra- tra- yeah, right. And um and yeah and I just remember. It was just a bloody fire trap, and there was no <laughs> there were no railings. There was like this much gap between me. There and was like an open flame that wouldn't death. move. Yeah. So it's probably for the best that it didn't roar up that. Yeah, it could have um, really gotten a lot worse. Yeah, um, oh. but yeah, but yeah, two thousand dollars. I mean, I assume this was a torch that was in the Olympic relay that someone just ran off with. <laughs> yeah. Because in the Olympic relay, there's not one torch. Is there? There's like a hundred million different torches. That's whatever, the idea. It's you, one flame. Yeah. Different torches. But, but you know, so I run through this town and then you're suddenly next to me, so we touch our torches, they light, yeah. you run on. So there's probably several hundred of these torches around, right? And they would make another well, they lot run, for every Olympics. They would have run from... Would, would have been Athens to Australia, right? No, they, they take it on a plane? Yeah. They, they, they do it on a boat. 
on a on a boat. I'm pretty sure. It didn't take a while. Yeah. So you, what you you probably how would you go? Would you run through China? Would you go? You'd run through Asia, I expect. Yeah, if you could get to Singapore, then can, you get to Perth pretty quick. Yeah, but can you? Because you can't, you can't take an open flame on a plane, probably, can you? It'd have to be a very special plane. Yeah. Mm. Can you imagine one? if you were just like, no, if you just like booked an economy seat, <laughs> holding it's a like, candle. Please don't put me next to a screaming baby or somebody with an Olympic torch. Please don't. Oh God, it's a baby with the torch. <laughs> And that baby is drunk. <laughs> Do you reckon like they really vet the people so hard? Like some of the people who run with the torch are like Australian of the years and whatever, but you can't have like there'd be hundreds of people who did that. No, it'd be everyone would be like a, a some sort some sort of celebrity. Would they? I just don't think there's enough in Australia. Like, do you reckon anyone won like a Today FM competition? Yeah, like that's a radio what I mean. Competition, and then mm. they got to. That's exactly what I mean. And like, do you realize that you can just put that torch out and you'd be like a prank hero? You could like, if, if you weren't properly vetted and you could just take that torch and run to the nearest body of water Listener. and people would try and stop <laughs> or, you. Or, or the flip side of that is you take that torch and you get a bunch of like rascally kids and they all light more torches and then run off and start more Olympics. <laughs> Or you, <laughs> the IOC's like, oh damn it, it checks out. It actually there checks are out. Seven Olympics in Australia right now. <laughs> Do you think one of the uh, <laughs> one of the Olympic torch relay runners was like an amateur magician, and you turned up to him and he's like, oh, but where's the flame now? <laughs> and he pulls out two identical torches. He's like, uh, one of these is the real flame. One of these is like, just some kerosene I lit. Ooh, Gary, we definitely spoke about this. We <laughs> the really... amazing Gary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, I don't think I want this torch. Two thousand dollars? No thanks. This that's that is one dollar for every year. Mm. <laughs> the Olympics. <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> um, this when you first read this, I was like, oh man, this sounds like my dad. Like what do you mean? because he has a whole backlog of Sydney two thousand Olympics memorabilia. Oh, was he a volunteer? No, what? he was just after. I have very vivid memory of after the Olympics ending. My dad and I went to this like auction out and in Sydney Olympic Park, and they were just auctioning off everything. So like we've got flags from like that were oh. hanging from like. Did the he get things. it for a steal? Or, yeah. or, or was or was this at the peak of two thousand Sydney two thousand? Because like Hype everybody went ballistic for like yeah. we lost our minds to Sydney for a while. Mm. Yeah. And I wouldn't surprise me if everybody had that fever still at that auction and they were like, a lapel pin. Yeah. And it was like $4,000. Some of it was, I mean, I don't remember specifics, but some of it I was like, as a kid, I was like, you adults are crazy. Yeah. And then I looked at the camera and I winked. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Genevieve, but, would you describe this as a Fricker family investment? Or <laughs> But yeah. we have a whole storage room. I shouldn't say this. I mean, maybe someone will steal it. But uh, <laughs> oh, I, haven't given, I haven't given away your suburb. Uh, just yeah, yeah. Jen lives in Stinkville. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, Scumville. so we have like flags. We've got like the volunteer boxes. My dad bought um, like special like Coca Cola, special edition Coca Cola cans think- that have the full um, have- every single mascot and Sid, Millie, Ollie. Yeah, and my mum. Because she's a real shit starer. One day just cracked one open and drank it in front of me. <laughs> she's just like, oh, I'm parched. <laughs> Wasn't even cold. She was just in the back of the cupboard. Just drinking a decades old yeah, warm coke. Yeah. That is such an amazing act of pettiness. <laughs> it's so, so good. Oh. Yeah. So this is probably Jen's dad we're saying. Yeah. yeah. Jen's dad's so my thing. dad's name is Richard, but we did... 
I don't know. We call him Ricardo, and like then I feel Fernando. like Fernando is yeah. not that far away. Oh man, sorry, Dad. <gasps> I think we have time for a couple more. Jen, do you have one more you want to do? Yes. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> this is uh, from Haymarket in New South Wales. Uh, the it's very close to where we are. Very mm. close to where we, we are. Get down the road. Yes, and it's fun, free, private acting lessons. Winky face. Uh oh. Three exclamation marks, and then a winky face. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Matthew, 27. I'm currently studying acting and performing arts drama would offer free acting lessons for free, mm-hmm. mainly for single women. Ah, for oh, sing- Matthew. For, sing- <laughs> for single women who want to explore lessons in a relaxed environment, interact with me in any scene you like to improve acting, performance and role play, along with fun novelties, dress ups, <laughs> your very own cosplay character. In a comfort of my home or your place, even a hotel room. Note, <laughs> only for open-minded women to discover themselves. Uh-huh. Full of confidence and free from all the stress. Oh, my God. Text me on call on this number and uh, to reveal only for available time for you any day. I'm available anytime, any day. Three exclamation marks. <laughs> Let's have a fun lesson. Hang on, mate. What about your acting school? (laughs) Let's have a fun lesson, smiley face, exclamation point, full stop. Wow. Mm. So was this Gumtree or Craigslist? This is Gumtree. Okay. Open-minded Matt is the name of the poster. Oh, okay. okay. He's really, really gone out of his way. Uh, Can I? Yeah. I mean, first of all, let's just admit right now, Matt is not as subtle as he thinks he is. Definitely not. No. And and second of all, I don't believe that Matt actually is going to acting school, no, right? No. I believe that the hours at NIDA, for example, are mm. extremely stringent. Yeah, nine to five probably every day. Oh, but longer than that. Mm. Yeah. And at NIDA, you're not allowed to make money from acting while you're there. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's like Hogwarts. Like, yeah. like if you go, if you're at NIDA, right? And you do some acting outside of school, they find out. They get a little. No, but that's a true thing from NIDA, <laughs> yeah. is that you're not allowed to be a prof- in any way. Yeah, they get told employed. by a magical owl. I know. No. Yeah. That's what happens. Guys. Yeah. So someone will be like, someone will be like, um, oh, whose shout is it? And someone will be like, it's not my shout, it's Kevin's shout. But it was their shout, but they were so convincing because they're acting. Mm. And then, and then, then suddenly the, the, the head of NIDA appears. <laughs> Hello, I'm very disappointed in you. That was some low-level acting, but acting on the legs. <laughs> Give me your smiley and frowny mask. <laughs> I hate you guys. I hope people email in and they vindicate me. Well, oh, are you saying that uh, some actors will email in just to tell us they went to NIDA? Oh, Jennifer, that's oh unlikely. My oh, my God. That's unlikely. Oh my god, Jen. I have the best recent graduate from acting school story, okay. if you guys want to hear it. Okay, very yes. so, quickly, yes. Okay, New Year's Eve, I'm at a party, and there's a lot of recent graduates from acting school there. Boo! And, boo! Already. <laughs> and I'm sitting down, and I'm talking to one, and he's just telling me about like the stuff he's doing post-acting school and whatever. And then uh, he's like, and what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I do um, like comedy, like kind of like stand-up and stuff. And he was like, thank you. And then did the namaste hands. <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean, thank you? And he's like, because it must be so hard in your industry as a woman. So thank you. Namaste. Thank you for bra- <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, because I was quite drunk at the time, I just went, no, and then ran to the other side of the party. <laughs> I think that is a mature and excellent <laughs> yeah. response to that. And then well Especially if you, did, if you waved your hands in the air like a gibbon. Yeah, I did the Muppet <laughs> arms. Yeah. Zoidberg yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the party, he came up to me, he found me again, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for saying that. And I was like, oh, it's fine. And he's like, no, it's not okay. You probably get it all the time as a woman in your industry. And, were you like, and it's no! <laughs> no! And you were like, great, because I was looking for an excuse to cross to the other side of the room. <laughs> um, you don't make me feel bad about leaving this party. Oh. Yeah. Can I just say that, like, 
I know this isn't Craigslist, but there's still some reasonably filthy stuff on Gumtree. In fact, mm. there's a whole category for it. Mm. I don't know why Matt isn't just like, hey, my name's Matt. I'm this age. Who wants to have some sex with Matt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this whole, unless like the deception of it is what gets him off. Maybe. Or maybe he's one of those people with the misapprehension that acting is attractive. <laughs> you know those people? <laughs> you know those people? Oh, actors. Yeah. But the other thing is, if he was at acting school, I and I don't mean to cast aspersions about all actors and all acting school, but certainly when I was involved very, very, very uh, peripherally in the drama society when I was at university, mm. there is no shortage of boning down going on at acting oh, school. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So who, like, why can't Matt just bone other actors? Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Mm. And yeah. also, wouldn't his job as a barista take up most of his time? Oh, hey, hey. Eh. Genevieve, you're better than this, yeah, but yeah. namaste, because <laughs> it's so hard for you. It is so hard, guys, and thank uh, God that one person recognises it. Yeah. Um, I just like that it has winky face in the title. Like, it just says everything. It's yeah. like, I'm telling you something, but I don't really mean it, winky face. Do you reckon, like, it would be, like, you're a young woman. Mm. In I this am. industry. In Mostly, this industry. yeah. Would you be willing to go to Matt's place and just demand that you do a scene from, like, the Glass Menagerie for, like, three hours? <laughs> just, just, do a, just waiting do a scene, for Gotto? Do a scene yeah. from Still Alice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that erotic thriller. Yeah. <laughs> just turn up and, like, and I bring my own... Like costumes and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I've said it in the future. Actually, no, what you should do is you should be like, thank you so much. Um, I can't wait. Like, email, blah, blah, blah. I want to, I'm going to be playing a young flower seller. Mm. And then you turn up in like <laughs> full Eliza do a little get yeah. up. Barbara And you just like, it would like sit on your face. Yeah. <laughs> and you refuse to break character <laughs> until you politely. Me again. <laughs> I'm a real lady. <laughs> That's the only musical theatre song I know. I have a true story about um, okay, that's fine, My yeah, Fair Lady. <laughs> is that uh, in the the stage version, Julie Andrews played it. In the film version, Audrey Hepburn, uh, Audrey Hepburn played it. And they hated each other forever. Well, well because uh, they were like, hey, Julie Andrews, we're going to put you in a film. We're going to make you a star. And then Audrey Hepburn was like, but also I could do it. I'm already a star. And then they were like, okay, let's get Audrey Hepburn to do it. But we'll get Julie Andrews' voice. So it was her voice. Yeah. Oh, See the great, yeah. the, the great, like yeah. I mean, that was like really common back in the day. And the great irony of ironies is in Singing in the Rain, which is a movie that centers around the plot of a silent film star who's awful, um, who can't sing, being revoiced by a really lovely character who gets none of the credit, played by Debbie Reynolds. Mm. Right? Isn't that movie about Singing in the Rain? Okay, they do <laughs> Sing in the Rain at a certain point. I just assumed. Anyway, the point is Debbie Reynolds in that movie. Was revoiced by an uncredited actress, Rain Monster, <laughs> by a rain, by a sentient Rain Monster. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, do we? We have time for one more. I thought I'd share this with you guys. Uh, this is taken from Portland Craigslist, uh, and it is from the Clackamas region. It's entitled "Free Mattress, But Someone Died on It." <laughs> <laughs> So, and I, I'm going to read this in a pretty jaunty voice because I feel like that's how it was written. Sure. Okay, there's a lot of exclamation marks to this. Hi, I've got a free mattress. My grandma laid on it for a while and then died. So it's a little bit creepy, but it's practically brand new. We spent like $4,000 on it. Brand spanking new and beautiful, but grandma died on it. So she might watch you at nighttime, but it's nice. Someone died on it. <laughs> Still a nice mattress. Just creepy. Nice mattress. Creepy. Cool. That's it. <laughs> I feel like it was written by me as a 15-year-old. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, It feels like it was written by a very young child, yeah. which mm. means that this Someone mattress might to... actually kill people because grandma's like 50. Or like, just say don't have the tools to process, 
process grief yet. So they're just trying to like yeah. <laughs> write through it. Like they're writing what they know, which is ads. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a famous movie called... Deathbed, bed. the bed that eats people. Deathbed, the bed that eats people. Yeah, <laughs> or funny. deathbed, the bed that kills people. I yeah, yeah. I said deathbed, the bed that eats people. Yeah. yeah, I just like in the title they said someone died on it, and I was like, who? Like that was the first yeah. question oh, I got, asked yeah, myself. Yeah, got you in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. No, it was my grandmother who was Bono. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's very sad. It's a family thing. I see. Uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> All of these people are alive. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. I mean, like this is either somebody who thinks that. It feels like it's not like, hey guys, who wants a spooky, cool mattress? It feels like it's somebody who really needs to sell this mattress and is trying to be as upbeat about it as possible, but also feels morally obligated to be like, mm, mm. to let you know. Because, like, statistically speaking, somebody's died on near, everything. On everything. Mm. Because mm. we're just a bunch of atoms floating in a bit of space. You know what I'm saying, guys? What so even true. is a suburb anyway? Yeah. So <laughs> true. So true, you guys. Suburb I'll say again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for listening, listener. Yeah. I think uh, we're kind of towards the end of the show, but there's something we need to do at the end. Ben, do you have anything you want to plug that's coming up? Well, hey, if you're listening to this and you've just downloaded it, so it's on a Monday and you're in Sydney or can travel, <laughs> then we're doing a live version of this show tonight on mm. Monday, Monday or night on the uh, 2nd of February, February. Um, at the Giant Dwarf Theatre. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Return. We have some um, wonderful guests, uh, podcast favourites, Susie mm. Youssef, uh, Eliza Riley, Eddie Sharp, um, and that kicks off at eight. Yep, and tickets are just ten bucks, which is uh, super cheap. Yeah, uh, compared to other shows, other live shows we've done before. So come along to that. It's going to be super fun. Yes. Um, and sorry about the late notice, but you know you should have been following us on Facebook anyway. <laughs> uh, ben, and also Ben uh, is probably too proud to mention this, but his television show is oh, do- yeah. he's doing great stuff. I've been watching it on iView. Sure. Uh, lots oh, of. Yeah. Past guests on the uh, of the podcast. It's on a Wednesday night on on ABC too. Or you can for watch now, it. yeah. Or you can so, watch it. <laughs> what do you mean? It'll be there. The next episode will be there, certainly. Oh, <laughs> but uh, no, it'll be great. It'll be good. Did someone die <laughs> on this be, very mattress? <laughs> legally, need to tell. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I've been watching it on iView. It's great. Thank you very uh, much. Michael. A lot of very funny stuff. The most recent episode I saw was uh, it had. Uh, former guests on the show Alex Lee and David Cunningham yeah that is one of my favourite episodes of all it's very funny Alex's story is great it's about it's about being in year 7 and going on on an excursion and being attacked by leeches and David Cunningham's story is one of my favourite stories ever told at Story Club which is the story of being a young uh, gay man in the 90s in the Sutherland Shire um, with nothing to wank to. And it's basically <laughs> one man's odyssey to find um, things to wank to. And it's fantastic. And it's told much better than that. <laughs> um, Jen, do you have anything up, uh, coming up you want to can I, Sorry, can I just say that I was chatting with somebody. I was at a, at a, at a, ooh, a swanker industry party the oh other day. Oh, my goodness. And one of the head entertainment writers um, for a network started talking to me and mentioned Story Club, which was bizarre because like nobody knows about this show. And he's like, oh yeah, I saw you were involved with this. And you're like, do you mean I, one of the co-creators? And yeah, well, no, it wasn't like that. I was like, yes, great. And he was like, I'm really interested in it. What is it? And what I just told you then was the pitch I gave him. Oh, so that's an <laughs> elevator pitch you gave to an industry person. Yep, about... You got 30 seconds. What in, do you tell? In that 30 right, seconds. There's a young man. <laughs> yeah, that was my pitch. And he wow. was extremely polite. But, and he was like, that sounds really quirky. ABC2, you say? Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jen. Uh, when's your TV show? <laughs> uh, actually, two shows that I've been on on the ABC both got cancelled. So I feel like it's probably for the best and Ooh. I'm not on. Anyway, uh, you can. Uh, I've got a festival show coming up. 
uh, at the Sydney, Melbourne, and Perth comedy festivals called Fantastic. Monster Pussy. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's a it's one mm-hmm. man's journey to find something to wank to. <laughs> sure. You know uh, what? I actually know a guy from Craigslist who would really like to pleasure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, I am on the radio now. Yeah. So oh, come yeah. find me on the radio. Congratulations. Mm, Thank you. Fantastic stuff. Do, do you want to say what radio on? Or just <laughs> get a radio and just keep turning the dials I'll for 24 hours until you hear Genevieve's dulcet Tuesday mid Dawns, on prime time on Triple J. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of me just getting abusive towards people who sure. are just texting in because they are good natured listeners who are fans of the radio. Scene. Yeah. Can I just say <laughs> that I was at Triple J the other day uh, doing a voiceover for Lewis Hobber and he was just clearing his mail that he gets every week, him and Veronica get. You guys would know this. I had no idea how many people are sending CDs to Triple J. Oh, oh yeah. It's ridiculous. It is insane. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I think I actually actively say don't do this too mm. like a lot, yeah a lot of people do because yeah. you know how it's 2015 send yeah. an mp3 yeah. yeah probably just play that if you want or yeah. like the website that the station specifically set up so you didn't have to oh, yeah. send you know, CDs. Yeah. 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 yeah but it's like no we're an aussie hip-hop collective from newcastle and here are nine cds <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Jen Frick. Thanks for having me. This is super fun, as always. Um, can I quickly plug something before we wrap yeah. this up? Uh, I'm about to start a new job, you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm about to start a new big important job relative to other jobs I've done previously. Uh, so if you're into video games at all, um, or you're into old Hing doing stuff on uh, the television or internet, I'm going to be starting working at the ABC television show Good Game uh, next week. So, Which is great. Really exciting because your office is actually right next to our office on the checkout. Oh, this prank war is um, and, and, and the weird thing is we are a consumer affairs show, which is extremely lame, but we're next to, we're sandwiched in between the book show and good game. So we're the jocks of the level. <laughs> yeah, not once this guy gets in there. Once sure. I'm in there, I'm going to jock up that place. And can I just give a big shout out to Anya for putting up with us for the last half of this podcast <laughs> while she tried to cook dinner for a friend? Very sorry. We'll get out of here right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, we'll be back next week, probably with a live episode which we record, unless Ben or our guests say something horrible or I do, we need to cut it. But it'll be fine. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. If you like-